Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Fiction. Science fiction. Horror. Fantasy. Crime. LGBT. Thriller. You have now entered the House of Mystery. With your hosts, Eric Shapiro, David North Martino, John Copenhaver, and Al Warren. FM Riverside and 1050 AM Palm Springs. And we have joining us the author of The Logic of Heaven, and it's uh, Stephen Ford Williams, and he's from the UK. And I have to say thank you for joining us. Um, How are you doing today, tonight? Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, it's getting very cold in the UK now. It's getting ready for the uh, Christmas um, activities. But, uh, yeah, very good. Thank you. Oh, good. Comes in. Yeah, we, we've got a little bit of snow here last night and today. So, uh, yeah, it's that time again. Uh-huh. It wakes you up. Yeah. It wakes you up to December. <laughs> it does indeed. We've, we've had quite a good uh, season, so it, uh, can't complain. No, can't complain. It's a pretty good summer. You know, yeah. Uh, so okay, now um, now I um, I was co-hosting the the buzz uh, just over a week ago, and uh, I was really interested in in your in the subject and uh, your book. Right. I got it. You know, the logic of heaven, and uh, was going through it, and uh, really really fits to what our uh, listeners would like. Uh, um, so let's let's start just for people that haven't uh, heard of you or haven't read the book. Um, who you are and what what got you into the uh, logic of heaven? Sure, yeah. Um, well, it's been quite a, a long journey um, thinking about the book. Um, it, I've had quite a few points in my life where it, it, um, I've had questions uh, about things which have happened to me. Um, I've been a, an adventure cameraman for most of my life, uh, filming high activity sports in various locations around the world. Um, two in particular, one was in uh, China 
and uh, one was in the Yemen. Uh, both times I had near-death experiences, um, which made me think about what comes next. Um, the one in China where I was almost executed for um, contravening some of their laws to where I was filming, um, and at the point when I had a gun put on my head um, to my nose, I thought, oh my God, this is, this is it. Um, and my body went into like a electric shock mode um, and I started to see the images of, of my past. Um, let's say this has happened a number of times in my life um, and it was all brought to a head uh, when my, I lost my father um, about two weeks after his passing I uh, had uh, the most incredible dream. Um, I'd go so to say that it was more of a um, a vision of what actually happens next. Uh, during the night that I had this dream, I, I, I believed I'd be asleep for days because the amount of information that was passed to me uh, when I woke in the morning, my I said to my wife, "How, how long have I been asleep?" And she said, well, it was the normal five or six hours. Why? I said, well, I've just been given this incredible image of what happens to us when we die and, and the whole process. And she, she suggested that I go and sit in my office and write the, the whole thing down. Well, I was there for six hours and wrote 10 A4 pieces of paper back to back with the amount of information that came from this incredible dream. Um, and it took me a number of years to decipher all the information because the things that were given to me didn't make any sense to me at all. Um, so over the years, I researched and tried to make sense of all this thing, these things which were given to me, and that's what formed the book, The Logic of Heaven. Wow, quite an experience. So you, you had a couple of near-death experiences. Um, so, so was it typical to what a lot of people report or a lot of times you read about going through a tunnel and seeing a light and life flashing for your eyes? You said something about that. Yeah, sure. Um, each time was slightly different because one was a car crash I had um, where I, yes, I, 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 I went through the, 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 my life flashing before my eyes and the, a, a bright light and, which seemed like a tunnel. Um, but each time, we were talking milliseconds, this wasn't any length of time between the incident and, and what I experienced, but every time I, I came out before it went the whole distance. Now, the, the difference between those times and my dream, when I was asleep, I was given a, a, a sort of... a, a what can I say, um, a position where I was an observer of what was happening to somebody that um, was going through the death process. So I was at the side of it watching the, 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 their life's experiences flashing down this tunnel and, and then eventually their light going down the tunnel um, because they, 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 their life force was ending and it was them that, that was going down the tunnel to the bright light 
um, and I watched the whole process. But it, to me, it looked like I was watching a planet out in space. It was absolutely huge. Um, and this is what took me a long time to, to decipher size, because I, I, I didn't know where it had all been happening. Um, and say for, for all the purposes, it looked like a planet in space, but it had this umbilical cord, which was the tunnel. And it, it was just amazing. But then I was given a glimpse within the, this planet. This planet opened up, and there was millions upon millions of layers. And I was taken through the layers. Um, and each layer was a different period in time, which was denoted by the, 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 the clothes that they were wearing or the buildings. Um, but as I went deeper and deeper into this sphere... Um, it, I was clearly going back in time and I, I got back to sort of Egyptian type time I don't think it was actually Egypt at that time but that was the sense I got and I, but all the time each layer was getting brighter and brighter and I was just in my dream I was becoming very comfortable with where I was and I had this overwhelming feeling that I would like to be there and then I was as if I was snatched by the, the scruff of the neck and it said, no, this is not your time. You, you will have this to come, but this is not your time. We are just showing you what happens. So then I was taken back out through the layers and I, I watched them, the time coming up to current times and uh, was then taken back to my point of... Um, being able to watch the whole process where the planet closed up and as soon as the the tunnel part of the process was finished it detached from this huge planet um, and start the planet started to spin and the the tube or the tunnel became almost like a, a pen and started to imprint on the surface of this planet something like, like barcodes, but it was very much more organic than the barcodes that you have on a can of beans. This was all over it, but it was clear that information was being imparted onto the surface of this planet. Um, and it wasn't for a number of years that I realised that this wasn't a planet. This was a soul cell. This was deep within the matter of being, right down in the subatomic structure of everything. And that's where, from my working things out, I came up with the, the fact that that was heaven. That's where we were going. We go, we go into the subatomic soul cell, which is like a planet. But the, the beings that were in there, the previous owners of that soul cell, their entire life force had been downloaded into their layer. And that's what constitutes their heaven. It's all in... But they, in each layer, it was just like being as we are now. Um, there, there was a sky, there was, there was ground. But these were layers. They weren't on the outside of a planet like we are on the planet Earth. They were on the inside of... A layer. Each one had their own particular layer, 
Um, and that was built up of layers as well, which later on I, I worked out why there are layers within layers of each subatomic soul cell layer. It, it's, it, it's fascinating. The, the more that I sort of researched it, the more logical it came, and that's hence the name, The Logic of Heaven, because the process seemed to work, because all near-death experienced people say that their lives flash before their eyes. And for their lives to flash before their eyes, there must be a purpose to, to that. Why does that happen? So that came out as, that's the download. You know, we live this life to make memories. And all those memories are stored away for a purpose. So uh, then it had to work, what is the purpose? Well, the purpose is continuation of life. All those little packets of memories are little packets of energy. And all that energy is downloaded to the subatomic soul cell for reuse. Um, and the whole system seemed to work on emotional weight. You know, when a layer is happy and the, the, the memories there are being used are happy, that has a very light emotional weight. But when, there, when there's sadness or there's tragedy, that is a heavy emotional weight. So if you work, think about this soul cell as a sphere, but if you cut it in half and looked at it, it would look like a DVD disc with millions and millions of layers. And each layer is a different chapter. And within each chapter, there are various storylines. Well, that's what came to me as the, the the whole structure of the subatomic soul. And it's all there to generate energy, the life force, which is within us. So, so, so you're saying that um, when we die, we download our memories. We don't download. Well, they are downloaded. That's our purpose. We're here to, to, to make memories, and that's why we store them. You know, it, 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 it's strange that we, we store such incredible um, detail where we can actually smell, uh, remember smells, we can remember flavors, colors. But the, the interesting thing that came out of all my research was the one thing we do not remember, and I don't think we take with us, is pain. You know, if a woman remembered the, the pain of childbirth, she would never have another child. We remember having pain, but we don't actually physically remember the pain. Because each time we think about it, we relive that horror. We, we know we've had pain, but it's not the pain that we actually experienced at the point when that pain was inflicted. So that, that, that gives me quite positive feelings about what happens next because the fact that we take tastes and smells because they're all stored in our brain but we don't take pain which I find interesting hmm. so, so what happens to all that uh, memory sorry I was just saying we live these experiences or we're living for the uh, memory or the uh, experiences the smells the tastes uh, the, the things. Exactly. So where does I, it go? That's what I it, Well, it, 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 as, as I say, if you look at this, just consider the soul as, as a, a ball. Um, 
And when we die, we contribute one layer to, to that the inside of that ball, like a, an old-fashioned old gobstopper. It, it has many rings. Well, we contribute one ring. It, it happens in nature. You know, the, a tree is built up of rings. Um, many things are, are, are built up. The planet is, is made up of various layers. Uh, and I, I think we are part of nature and the cycle of the universe and everything works very much the same. And I, I think our souls are very much like trees. They are built up of layers. But instead of the tree, the soul getting bigger like a tree, with the, the, the dream that I had, every time a new soul was... Um, came to the end. Basically, souls are reused. I think souls go on. And this is why we have regressions and things. We can remember things from past lives that weren't our own. That's because our subatomic soul has many layers. And from each of those layers, sometimes some of the information emanates out. And that's what gives us dreams. That what some people can tune into their regressive life, past lives. But the, our layer... When, it, when we are downloaded into our layer, all our memories and all the emotions are reused in a, almost like a storytelling thing. And this is where we, we, I think we get the, the impression of heaven is we exist again, but not in a physical state. These are emo, emotional states of, of, of a being because our physical state ceases to be after we die. But all our memories, our, our energy, our life force, it's what goes on within that soul cell. And as I say, the tree gets bigger, but I, with the soul cell, it seemed to get, it still stayed the same size. And what happens, each time a new entity dies and their soul cell, the soul is downloaded, it's compressed all the other layers down to the center and the center is where I feel God is so over the millennium as each layer squeezes in we do indeed one day become one with God but that may be over many millions of years hmm. so how does that work on someone that let's say let's say when we take uh, someone that's, uh, as we'd call, evil or bad, or, or does, does really uh, horrible things um, in their life. Um, or how does that translate? Does that get uh, stored as well? Exactly. Uh, and that's, I believe, what we, what we sow, we reap. Um, because if, if we live an inherent evil life and we do bad things, that's what we take with us to be within our soul cell for... The eternity or until we meet God and our sins are then washed away because we are then absorbed into the, 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 the energy, the power of God. I'm not religious in any way, but I do believe strongly in, in the being of God as the creator of, of all of this. And I think that he, or it, God is within us is within every single cell of our bodies. 
and within every single cell of our body is a soul cell. I don't think we have one soul. I think we have a soul system where every single cell of our body is connected together. But at the point of death, there is not just one soul that leaves our body. Every single cell in our, our entire body receives that download. And it's the numbers game. That's what nature uses. You know, when a tree uh, pollinates, it, it gives off pollen, but it doesn't give off one. It gives off trillions. And I think it's the same when the human body eventually, um, through putrefaction or incineration, cremation, gives off millions of subatomic soul cells, each one exactly the same, with all the same information, because the purpose that we are in existence in creation to make our species continue mm. and the life force which is within us that download to our soul cell is reused because if, if, if your listeners get my book it explains the next situ uh, next um, process where the soul cells are once again used in the conception process of another being. And these soul cells are energy. They're, they're the life force. With all those things going on within it, that's what's generating the EMF, the electric motive force, which is in every single cell of our body, which, which is where we get our electricity to power our heart, to power our brain. Because if you ask a doctor or um, scientists, where where is my battery? They don't know. They don't. They, they they don't have any idea at all. Well, I believe we have a little soul cell in every single cell of our body, producing a very very small amount of current, and they, that's where our life force is. It's throughout the whole of our body. It works. It does work because it's got to be somewhere. We have to have a life force. We have to have a soul, and I think they're one in the same. And it's an ongoing process where we, our memories are used in the afterlife to power the next generation of the soul, that soul for another being to be created and that soul cell is reproduced in each single cell. And that's what I saw in the second part of my dream where I saw the soul cell be ingested within the sperm and the, the egg to create the life force. This, and uh, as you remember earlier, I mentioned that the, um, uh, as the umbilical cord broke off, the tunnel broke away from the, the planet. It put all this information on, onto the surface of the, uh, the, the soul cell. In the second part of my dream, it explained why that was there and it, the, its purpose was to give the information to tell the DNA where and what each DNA's purpose was and it also give um, things like adaption to habitat, um, artistic uh, abilities, um, things that we, we take for granted and yet, without that information, we would never have survived. If you, if you go back to the very beginning when life started on this planet, 
He had a little amoeba, which probably lasted for a millisecond. But in that millisecond, that amoeba had a soul, which went through the process which I've just explained. And when that amoeba died, its soul shell went on. But that amoeba had learnt in that millisecond a little bit of information. So that when the next amoeba was born, it had a bit more information, so it lasted 10 milliseconds, and, and so on, and, until we come to where we are today, that our subatomic souls are the information portal that have taken us from that single cell amoeba to where we are now. It's a learning process, but it's a process that records everything for use by the next generation. And so, so how do um, how do you figure? So you're you're not typically in any of the religion factors. What about uh, life after death and uh, psychics and and uh, ghosts and things like that? How do you uh, assess that? Well, it's all it's everything's based around energy, and it, you can get sort of um, in my book I explain about. The human aura. Why? Why we have a human aura? What? What creates that human aura? Basically, we are, we are. If you, if you if you take my my theory on board, then you have to accept that we live in a sea of souls. Wherever there is um, water vapor, because I believe the souls came to this planet within water. It, it, it's it's within because without water you can't have life. So it stands pretty much the reason that the life came within the water. So if you bear that in mind, uh, we 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 breathe H two O, hydrogen and oxygen, which is the components of water, but in in different in an uh, in a gas form rather than than a, uh, in a liquid form or in an ice. So we're breathing in H2O, which is full of subatomic souls. We derive energy from that. That's, that's what's within it. And it's the same when you drink a glass of water. Within the water is subatomic souls. And that's why water has such incredible properties, because it has all these little tiny cells generating energy through the process of these layers having different emotive um, levels. And these, each layer is moving at a different um, speed, but they are, it's generating kinetic energy, which is, that's what's put into our bodies in each of the cells of our, our body. How do you uh, simulate then with the animals? Like, how do how do what's their role in all of this? Animals are exactly the same. Animals will have souls. Um, anything which has a life force has a soul because it has a life force. It has an energy because otherwise they wouldn't exist. So, um, an animal will have its own type of soul. They're not interchangeable just as dogs and cats don't breed. You know, it, it's a different part of nature. But it doesn't mean they can't be exactly the same. Um, 
in their own structure, but we're just not in our souls aren't exchangeable. Hmm. So they're kind of on their own evolution, their own journey. Uh, of course, that's right, and that's how they evolved. You know, um, we've all uh, evolved through adaption to habitats. You know, no matter where we live, we adapt to the type of habitat which we live in. That's that's the nature of evolution and advancement via each different um, generation. Okay. There, there's, there's no explanation other than, than what I've proposed for how Darwin's theory of evolution works. My, my theory goes beyond Darwin's theory, but it explains how Darwin's theory works. It gives all the answers why we're here, how we've evolved, how our body knows how to create itself through DNA. The DNA are just the building blocks. They don't have any conscience. They don't have any brain. The, the subatomic soul cell is the brain. It's the information. It's the pilot of a plane, a cargo plane. If you look at the DNA as the cargo plane, the, the subatomic soul cell is the pilot that knows where to go. But it is so well placed within the structure of matter, that's why we haven't discovered it yet. But it, it, it will be, it, I'm, I'm pretty sure one day that this theory will be proven. Um, but how long it's going to take, or whether we're not meant to know it. Maybe I was, I, I felt I was being shown this to pass on this process, because it is non-religious. One of the, 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 the overwhelming feelings I had was that the religion is wrong. It's not right. You know, when people are committing such atrocities because of one religion or another, it is not the will of God. You know, God is, is pure energy and it, it's not corrupt. Corruption is, is, is part of man's structure. It's, it's not the way of... You, you only have to look at the beautiful scenery of this planet. Um, why would a God that created all that beauty create the, the, the death and destruction that is happening on this planet now? And you know, for some religions to, to say to martyrs, well, if you kill somebody or, in, or uh, have a fatwa, then you will go to heaven and you will be given so many virgins, that, that is just so wrong. What do you think the reason for the corruption is like that, Rudd? Like, where does it come I from? Think, well, it, it, it's the necessary evil, because we need balance. And if everything was pure and perfect, it would soon grind to a halt, because you have to have yin and yang, you know, positive and negative. It's a fact, but we need a balance. And that, I think, maybe our balance is, is we are, again, becoming quite evil. There's too much evil in the world. Um, 
and that that's what concerns me and it, it, it will always be there but um, it, it needs to be on the right ratio so it's out of balance you think I think it's out, I think it's getting out of balance definitely yes do you think there's a way of getting it back into balance that's thought out or uh, well I'd, I'd like to think so um, because to my mind a lot of the, the imbalance is caused by religion you know a lot of the wars are caused by religion. but we do need to have those wars because otherwise we become overpopulated but um, so how are we going to grow out of, out of organized religions like that um, it seems like it's been with us forever and there's new ones being created I mean, Absolutely. So how do we grow out of that? How do we evolve to that? I wish I had those answers. I, you know, and I don't know why I was given the information that I put in my book. It just, it, it was just given to me. And I... Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I felt that I had to put it in a book. Um, it... it to my mind, it works, and it's given me a great solace that, 
you know, there is continuation after we die, um, because each of those layers seem to, to be um, nice places. Uh, but the, the degree of difference between sadness and happiness was not so brutal as it is on this this life. You know, we do take with us sadness and we do take evil and we will relive that um, through eternity. Um, but it didn't seem as brutal or as bad as it is on this planet. I think it, you know, it is better. We go to a better place but we do take a lot of the, the not so nice stuff with us as well as the, the nice stuff. Well, yeah, that information. So yeah. Mm, I think it, if we if we live our life to the best of our abilities and be true to yourself, then I believe that we do have a much better afterlife. But if you're evil, you still will be evil in your afterlife. But it will, I think it will haunt you. Because I think if, if you say God is like a, a parent, he does try to teach us. Um, evil is not his way, but he understands, like any ch child, they have to make their own mistakes to learn that, you know, do not touch that fire. If you touch that fire, you'll be burned. But invariably, we reach out and touch that fire because we want to experience for ourselves. And I think that's that's my impression that God lets us make our mistakes, hoping that we will rectify our mistakes ourselves. Do you think there's a difference between someone that's uh, evil? You know, you take like Hitler or you take some of the people that have uh, done some awful things. And, Absolutely. and compare it to someone that, let's say, like, um, that's just um, sick, you know, like some mm. of the serial killers that are just mentally disturbed. They're just totally off. They're sure. hearing voices and talking. So they, they're going to take their, their bad experiences with them as well. Sure. Do you think there's a difference? Um, oh, definitely a difference, yes. Um, in my book, I give examples of different types of souls that we can be given um, and the, 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 in the book I, I, I talk about child prodigies how do we get child prodigies where we, you know you have a three or four year old child who neither parents play the piano they've never had a lesson and yet they can play a concerto on the piano well they in, in my mind have received a subatomic soul from someone like Beethoven now Likewise, you could receive a subatomic soul, which has come from Jack the Ripper or Hitler. You will, unfortunately, get some of them, their inherent evil, as opposed to the creative powers of being able to play a piano. So this, this is a process that goes on. It's, it, you, you can't sort of eliminate that. It's, it's, it's a fact of nature, I think. And so, 
the other subject I was interested in is so so what about the emotion like as in love and uh, connections of meeting someone that you think you've known all your life um, absolutely <laughs> this is all down to the regression and um, because it's a numbers game with the soul cells um, I mean, we can we can come into contact with soul cells which we may have been had a connection with maybe a lover or uh, a mother or a father in another life and this this energy comes to us we, we sense these things and in my book I explain the aura I started to talk about it sorry I, I got sidetracked there but the aura I believe is the subatomic soul cells from our dearly departed that are attracted to us because like soul cells attract it's, it's, it's the magnetism so we are actually walking around with I've got on me soul cells of my mother and my father and my grandfather because one or two of their cells will have found their way to me and it would it's a natural attraction and that's what makes the glow is the energy which is within those soul cells which is normally used for the life force when because I think um, I've missed a bit out really there are two types of soul cells there's passive and there's active soul cells the active soul cells are the ones which are within our soul cell in our, our, the actual cells of our body and they're the ones that give us the energy so they're the active soul cells after death and they're completed after they've received their describing of the, all the information on their the surface, they become passive soul cells. They're the ones that are, are, are out there in the environment and in, in the fluid, in, in the oxygen that we bleed, breathe. And it, it, it's a cycle thing. And it's not until one of those single soul cells is at the precise point of the sperm and the egg coming together, that, that that passive soul cell gets switched on and gives that little bit of energy that binds the, the sperm and the egg to form a human being. That's the point at which we get our soul, that's the point at which we get our life force. And then as the soul, as the cells divide, so does the soul cell divide, and they're identical. Every time they split, they split. There's a soul cell within the center of each of those cells that create our body. But the information on the soul cell tells each of the cells where well, you're going to be part of an eye, you're going to be part of a leg bone, you're going to be skin cells. And that's how the whole process goes on. It's a cycle. It's a cycle of life. So you think the love and attraction is just more of a, an object of that cycle rather than true? Um, no, it's, it's, I mean, emotions are energy, you know, and that's what we sense. I mean, if you've got a lot of soul cells around you, and, and going back to what you said about um, entities and uh, energy of ghosts and what have you, it's it's almost like a fog of of soul cells which have, have sort of come together. You know, it, it, uh, I do have the figures in the book. I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but you know, we have 
at least 55 trillion cells within our body. Once you die, there are 55 trillion soul cells bursting out into the environment. Now, if 100,000 of them are stuck together and they're all energized, that energy can then seep through to, to our plane. And that's, this is how you know, ghosts and things that happen can be explained by my theory. You know, this is energy. This is pure energy. There's, there's no um, substance to it at all. The subatomic soul cell is, although to me it was given as a, looking like a planet, but there's no, there was nothing solid there. It was pure energy. So I remember in the uh, the last segment on the buzz, you were talking about cremation. So you sort of recommended cremation. Well, I think it's a way of getting your soul sounds released quickly. I mean, they will be released through internment, but obviously the energy has more... At the point of death, um, as uh, this little... Um, the tunnel broke away from the planet. And after it had finished writing all over the surface of this planet, it then turned into sort of like a laser beam and started to burn the blackness around. Because I, I thought I was in space for, for years. I, I was trying to work out that I, I must have been in another part of the, the, the universe where this was all happening. But then, as I strive to, to work it out, I realized it was all happening within the matter. But this, this tunnel, the, the, the turn to the sky, was burning away the, the connection between the soul and the being to release it. Because that's, it, that's its job. That's what it has to do in nature. It has to be released so it can be used once again. But it's it's a numbers game, you know. The and you can't quantify how many soul cells are around us because we are literally drinking them, breathing them. But that's what gives us energy. The passive soul cells give us less energy than the, the active ones. But every time a soul cell passes through our system, when we drink water, we derive that energy from the soul cell, passes through, and it's on its way again. And then some get into the, the blood system, into the, the fluids within a, a woman's womb, and that's how they get into the system for the, the next stage, which is you know, to, to create a, another being. Almost like a virus. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, it, that's nature, emanating nature, isn't it? it, it, it there's nothing new. It, it's just variations of a theme. But uh, you, it always amazes me how a, a little tiny fly, a gnat, can bite me through my thick skin and cause me so much grief. And yet it's it almost invisible to me. I, I don't see it. And, and how a, um, a flu virus, which we can't see, that 
they're in the air around us, but those flu viruses are, that, this will give you a silent idea of scale. Those flu viruses will have soul, subatomic soul cells in each cell of their construction. So you have to try and think very, very small. You, if you look into the, the universe within us, within the atoms, the size and the distance of space between the atoms is just like looking up into the heavens and looking at the planets. But it's all relative size. It's all down to the size of space. And so, so when you have this dream and this started happening and you started kind of going through and trying to figure out what was happening... Um, yes, you sort of mentioned how it sort of you you thought it was meant for you to have this happen to you, and you to pass mm. on the information you know through a book or however you have to do it. So sure. in that in that frame of thinking, I'm thinking, okay, so that means things happen for a reason. So I guess that's what you're trying to say, and that mm -hmm. means everything in our lives sort of has. A reason or a meaning. Yeah, it, 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 it's the law of chaos, really. Um, but things come together, um, and everything happens for a reason. I live my life one day at a time. Uh, I let my life present itself each day to me. I'm very fortunate I can do that. Um, but why I even thought about a lot of this thing uh, that came to me, I have no idea. I mean, it's completely different to any, any other theory which is out there, but there aren't many theories about the, the, the entire structure of life and death that have a cycle um, to them. Okay. And this is why I'm convinced that what I was given is... is is something that truly does happen, you know, because nobody has been able to tell me where my life force is. Nobody has been able to tell me where my soul is. Nobody has been able to tell me where I will go, that other than you will go to heaven or you will go to hell. But in my theory, it explains the whole process and explains how the process works and why it works. And it comes right back around. It, 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 it. I, I'm nobody special. I really am not. You know, I was dyslexic to the age of 21. Um, I didn't write the book. I, I, I spoke the book into my iPad. Um, and the, the, the chap that um, edited it for me, a professional editor, um, I said to him, look, you're going to have terrible troubles to, to edit this book because I'm dyslexic. And he, and he said, don't worry, I'll, it'll take me six weeks to do that. Well, he finished it in two weeks, and he said, Steve, he said, I've had people with degrees in English come to me with their books, which I had more trouble with. He said, yours was, it, it, it just seemed to flow naturally, and yes, it, it needed structuring, but he said it was all there. It was lovely, and, uh, and I, I'm so pleased with the feedback I'm getting from people about how easy it is to read they don't always understand the theory that I'm prom promoting it within the book. I've, I've written the book as an autobiography of, of how 
my life has gone and how I've slowly, through my life, come to the point where I was given that message. You know, it, there was nothing special other than there was lots of memories there which convinced me that what, what was given to me was, was right. Um, it, it, it evolved through my entire life until the book was created. Yeah, I, I recommend the book totally. Um, it was it was just by accident that I come across it <laughs> because they asked me to sit, ah. in, sit in on the other show. Um, sure. Otherwise, I don't know if I would have. So there's the connection. You enjoyed it. That's the feedback I'm getting from people who work in terminal ill wards. That you know these so a lot of the people now the baby boomers have not necessarily got religion, but they, they're coming close to death and they're worried because they, they haven't got any idea what's going to happen. And people are reading my book. And that, although it's, it can't be proven, but neither can religion, but it gives them something to work forward to. You know, they, they think, well, you know, if, if Steve's right and I'm going to be in that layer, which is going to be my heaven. What, the interesting one that's come up quite a few times is I've had ladies um, contact me and say, I'm very worried about dying because I've been married three times. I loved all three of them. Which one will I be in heaven with? And I just said, you'll be with each one of them because within each layer, they won't interact, those layers, but each layer will have an individual husband there. So you don't have to worry that you're not going to be with you're, you're going to be with one or the, uh, the others. You, within those layers, within layers, are different stories, different scenarios which will be living out. It, I can't stress enough. The whole thing about life is the numbers game. Everything is multiples, apart from our individuality. And that's what we lose when we die. We lose our individuality because we cease to exist. But our memories and all our loved ones that are in our memories go with us, within our souls. It's not just people who have died before us. It's everybody we have come into contact with that has touched our lives, that are in our cell, our memory cells, they are downloaded with us. Yeah, you know, um, what, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, what, what I just was going to say, what I found uh, fascinating is I think I'm not quite a baby boomer, but I see that and, about religion, and I've always sort of had a feeling that there's a God, but I sort of haven't bought into a lot of the um, religion, organized religion groups, and how they, uh, you know, what you should, and how you should live in order to be get into heaven. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of I understand that totally, and I think this is why it's uh, it's a refreshing and it's also a great book to read. Thank you. Yeah, that's sort of how I took it because uh, I think mm. you're, like you're true, baby boomers and even just a little bit Generation X, I guess they call us, are starting mm -hmm. to look toward well, what is it? And you know, I see I see uh, um, religions changing. You know, like the how. I look at how uh, they've changed their points of view of uh, on woman and then on 
about marriage and then now people can live and have children without being married and without and getting divorced and then then homosexual marriage how it sort of religion sure. keeps on adapting to the mainstream society because it kind of has to and i don't Absolutely. think and and that i think that in itself is what creates the flaw in my point of view because they're saying, you know, you know, I look at things. I, I had an uh, older sister, I still do, but and years ago, and um, she had a child out of wedlock at sixteen, and this is back in the early seventies. She's quite a bit older, right? And that was just—they sure. sent her away. I mean, it was a controversy. It was just so bad mm -hmm. back then. You know, you don't get pregnant, and and nowadays, it's a common. It happens every day. Everybody's having. Um, several children from several fathers. <laughs> sure. Yeah, indeed. Well, this is, this is, this is uh, we are adapted to our habitat in, in not necessarily a good way. I'm not saying that that's wrong, um, but what, what is wrong is religion is adapting religion to fit society, where if, if religion was true, you know, uh, they lived to the Gospels, they would maintain a, a line of, of, I don't know, um, of, of righteousness. But we don't, that, that, that line of righteousness waves with society to now, it, it's undistinguishable. It, there is no um, role models you know, we, we, we just are losing the plot, I think, of society. Um, but religion has lost it more than anything. You know, the, the, the scandals of the Catholic um, religious orders, you know, where the, 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 the priests were interfering with young boys and, and then you have the Vatican sitting on a wealth which is just locked away and it is of no use to to man or woman, you know, it, it, they have the wealth to resolve a lot of the the famine issues around the world, but they don't. They just sit on their their treasures and they they have their their gold cloaks and their rings and their their candlesticks and solid gold. It's it, it's all so wrong, you know. You you can worship God from where you stand. God is within you. And he is the ultimate energy at the center of our souls. At the, the very center, I believe, is the true God particle within each one of our soul cells. And the, the thought that we, will once be, that we will one day become at one with God as our soul cell is consumed within the center of that soul cell is, is to me, it's, it's a wonderful thought. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's, uh, I agree totally. Now, I know I have a lot of listeners that get into um, paranormal and that. And so I have to go into the subject of aliens and lives from other so, worlds. What do you think, what, what's your thought on that? Um, I, I, I would love it to be so. Um, because just as we evolved from the primordial soup, um, I think other life forms may have done somewhere else in the universe, but because we can't comprehend the distances be between 
suns, let alone planets. Um, I, I don't know. Um, I think maybe if we have been visited, then they have left us to our own resources or we are being controlled by them. Um, so I, I go with both, both thoughts um, on that. Um, why they don't make themselves known, uh, obviously, um, maybe we better, you know, it's better that we don't know the truth. Um, maybe we're just not ready. A big pun? Maybe we're just not ready to know. Maybe we're not. I mean, we're, we are evolving very rapidly, but we're still very naive. Um, and you know, the fact that corruption is so re relevant in this, in this world, um, maybe we're not. Maybe we have to um, grow up and live better lives. Um, but, no, I say I would love to be contacted by an alien and, um, you know, to find out the secrets of the universe. I'd love to travel through the universe and, uh, and see the wonders there because um, just seeing what we have on our, our beautiful planet, I think it's just to tip the iceberg of what actually exists within the universe. Mm. So, yeah, travel, no, no. time travel. Yeah, oh, that would be. Uh, I, I know it's... Uh... It is amazing what we do have in the world. I mean, how beautiful it is. Mm. And it's funny how you don't really realize that until certain points of your life. Something you don't really see when you're young. Sure. Yeah, it's very so true. Yeah, how it just comes to pass. It's just uh, it's kind of the old cliche. Well, so how, do, how does everybody mm. get a hold of you, um, and how do they get your book? Right, um, I haven't got a website at the moment. I'm, I'm a bit sort of slow in getting it sorted. But they can contact me on Facebook, um, Stephen Williams, and I have a page called The Logic of Heaven and the Soul. Um, my books are available on Kindle. Um, it's, it's a couple of dollars. And on um, Amazon Books, that's uh, amazonbooks.com or amazonbooks.co. Um, there you can actually get a paperback. Um, it has been taken up by a, um, a publisher, but um, that won't be out until next year. Okay. And you know, so what's what's the plans for the future? What what are you working on now? Well, um, with the feedback I've received from the Logic of Heaven, I, I'm now working on the Logic of the Soul, which is a lot more in depth into the whole purpose of the soul and giving finite details on what my dream so I, I haven't put everything in the book not because I was holding off for the second book because I didn't even think of a second book but there was so much information that was you know I'm still unraveling it now it still comes to me in little fits and starts so I'm writing that one but um, to help people understand my theory I've decided to write a novel which is about the subatomic soul theory but in a fictional basis. Um, and I'm actually writing it as a, a, um, a script for a, a movie because I think it, it, the potentials within the, the, the whole theory is, is, is something that even Hollywood hasn't touched on yet. So um, 
Uh, I'm currently working on that one, and I hope to have that out uh, in the new year. Um, and that is one of a series, um, and one of the, the, the those books will be about how um, alien contacts work within the subatomic soul cell theory. Um, and it, it all goes back to Kennedy, and just prior to the Kennedy assassination, you know, when we had Roswell. So that's all figured into the uh, it's a book called Soul Splitters, and it's where civilization has found out where the soul is and are able to go through the layers to get to various information. So, so uh, it, everybody that's uh, read the, the bits that I've done are very, very enthusiastic about it, so I'm, I'm looking forward to getting that out soon. Yeah, no, it sounds very interesting. I, I think it's great. <laughs> Uh, well, I've really enjoyed having our, our little chat here, and uh, I hope we get to do it again and uh, talk more. This is uh, very interesting, and I thank you for Well, I, I'd love any feedback from your, your listeners, um, negative or positive. I'm, I, I just love to get people's impressions. Um, and, you know, if they can say, well, no, you're definitely not right about that because... I'd love to know, but nobody yet has has come up with anything which disproves or discredits my my theory. And I've had some, you know, pretty strong people try to do it. You know, religious people, scientists. Um, I just enjoy the, the 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 conversations that we have, and they, I see them going away thinking, "Hmm, maybe there is something to this guy." You know, but uh, there you go. But I, I, I really enjoyed talking to you, and uh, I, I'd be happy to contribute to your program anytime you like. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, and what we do is we actually, uh, after we uh, run the show, and uh, people actually send in all their questions and emails, I'll send you the uh, most common and popular questions. And when you answer them, we actually post them on the uh, website and the Facebook. Lovely. I'd be pleased to do that. I, I was quite pleased. I listened on to the program after... I, I was on uh, the Buzz Radio, and uh, I can't remember the other chap. Um, Kevin. What was his name? Kevin Thompson. Kevin. And Kevin really started to get to, into it. And I, I was quite interested in the, the questions that you were posing, and I, I almost got, got on and um, answered some online, but um, I thought, no, I'll leave that for another day. And I, I had to be up early because I was working on a television program within two hours and I hadn't had any sleep that night so uh, but it was very interesting to hear the two of you talking about it and hope you'll hopefully your listeners will do the same and uh, just maybe you know this this theory could uh, help people out and that's all I want to do you know is uh, make people's lives better and their look at death in a way that gives them maybe less fear of death yeah a little more hope. Yes, indeed. Hope is indeed. Well, great. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well, thank you very much. Well, thank you. The show is over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Well... Good night. This has been a production of the Z-Talk Radio Network. I'll be back. You've been listening to the House of Mystery Radio Show. To find out more about our guests, hosts, or shows, go to www.houseofmystery.com. Show is over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Well, good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back.